0: Bismillah wa alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala Allahumma inna nas'aluka hubbak wa hubba man yuhibbuk wa hubba ila hubbik Ya Allah we ask you for your love Ya Allah Ya Allah we ask you for the love of those actions that will gain your love Ya Allah we ask you to give us the love of those people that you love Ya Arhamul Rahimi uh, Before we get started I want everyone to do something for me I want everyone to take out your phone and I want everyone to go to Quran.com right now, please. Go to Quran.com. They ain't got signal? Yo, tonight is the night of signal, is connection. How y'all ain't got connection tonight? If you don't got a connection t- tonight, you never getting it, yo. For real, there's no signal down here? No? All right, forget it. I got you then. If you got connection, you got connection. If not, then I'll help you. I got you, inshaAllah ta'ala. For those who have connection, (laughs) we're gonna be looking at Surah Al-Mu'minun, Surah number 23. And we're gonna start at verse number 99. And when I was thinking about what to discuss, there were a few things that really changed what I was gonna talk about tonight. Um, Right around usr time, I was reading some Quran, Just trying to spend the time right because the month is ending, right? And um, my beloved wife, Sara, who's here somewhere, uh, she gets a phone call. And I'm in the front of the house and she's in the back of the house. And I can hear all of a sudden a shriek. And I, I just put the Quran down and I ran. And she was crying. Because we found out that Mamji, her her daddy, her father's mother, who was very close to us, had passed away. The last Friday of Ramadan, between Asr and Maghrib, when when Babaji, her husband, our grandfather, walked into the room, he came back from prayer. She was laying in her bed with her Quran on her lap. And that's how he found her. And so I had a whole other topic that was on my mind to talk about, but I realized that the best reminder for us is the Quran, where it reminds us about our mortality. Because the one message that the Prophet wanted us to constantly remember is that you're not going to be here forever. And the more that you can contemplate and think about your mortality and the fact that you will stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That there will be people that love you sitting around your bed weeping because you are no longer there. The more you can be cognizant of that reality, the more you will prioritize what is truly important in life. The more you'll be able to give up the petty stuff, the more you'll be able to focus on what's truly important in life. And when we were in Salat al-Tarawi today, Sheikh Abdul Nasser, he recited from verse number 99. And I'm going to walk you through these verses and I really wanted you to see them too so that you could connect to them. But let's begin. Verse number 99. Surah Al-Mu'minun, Surah number 23. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, r <speaking> 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 لَعَلِّي أَعْمَلُ صَالِحًا فيما تَرَكْتُ كَلَّا إِنَّهَا كَلِمَةٌ هُوَ قَائِلُهَا وَمِنْ وَرَائِهِمْ بَرْزَخٌ إِلَى يَوْمِ يُبْعَثُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says Until death comes to one of them moat comes to them قَالَ <speaking in> the <language> The moment death comes, this person now seeing the angel of death right in front of them. And I need you to think about yourself at this moment. You need to be focusing on, on you. This person is laying there, they're sitting there, and the angels of death are now coming. And Allah says, Hatta idha And then suddenly, the angel of death comes to this person. What does this person say? Immediately the person goes, Ya Allah, send me back. Let me go back. Let me go back. Call it a birji'oon. Please, please, let me go back. Why you want to go back? The verse continues. Because I just want to go back and do one more good deed. I left a lot of stuff back there, I left a lot of opportunities back there. Moments that I could have remembered Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Moments that I could have helped another sister Could have helped my mother Could have helped my father Could have would have should have Like my mom used to say I left a lot of could have would have should have back there This is the crazy part Allah says No way Kalla huwa qailuha These are just words that this person is saying Aisha radiallahu anha, she says this, and I want you to listen closely to this hadith She says, our mother Aisha, she says ayan آيَنَ ملائكا, When a believer sees the angel of death coming right, right now at that moment Qalu The angel say to this person نُرْجِئُكَ ila Now this person was a believer This person was waiting, this person was looking forward to that time when they go back to Allah so this, these angels they say, "Yo, you want to go back, Layth? You want to go back? Yes, you want to go back, Fatima? You want to go back?" So the person says, ila wal "You think I want to go back to that world of worries and trouble? You you, you think I want to go back there? Like I've been worshiping my Allah for this all this time. You think I want to go back to that place?" La, this person says, "La." بَلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ This person, this person who has been worshipping Allah, this person who has been doing dhikr of Allah, remembering Allah, this person says, nah, 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 I don't want to go back. You got to keep taking me forward, yo. قُدُومًا عَلَى اللَّهِ I need to go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then the hadith continues. وَأَمَّ Kafir As for the person who doesn't know Allah, who wasn't grateful to Allah, who didn't want to spend time getting to know Allah, the angels will say the same question. Yo, you want to go back? Yo, yo, let me go back. So the angels will play with him now. Because it shows over now. Shows over. It's done. You had your chance. But the angels, they, keep, they, they, they speak to him. They say, um, What do you want to go back to? Do you want to make some more money? Who's speaking to this person right now? Angels, you want to make some more money? Wa gharsil You want to plant more trees and cultivate the land? Wa binatul You want to build some more square footage on the house? You want to do an extension? You want to do another extension on the house? Al The person will go. No, 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 no. La ali fi ma No, 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 no. I need to go back and just do a few more. Subhanallah's That's it. When I read this verse. I, I thought to myself, how many moments when we're standing there on the day of judgment will we look back and be like, man, what was I doing with my time? And Allah is reminding us in this moment, He's depicting this moment in real time for us in this life, so that we're not this person on the day of judgment. So look at the verse, let's continue. The scholars they say the word is salihan. Because he, he, this person just wants to do one more good deed, that's it. Not even a lot, just, I just needed one more. Can I just go back for a second? Say, SubhanAllah, one more time. Kalla. The angels will say, Allah will say, Kalla. Kalla, in Arabic means by no means, no way, it's not happening. Kelimatun. Now, this is the deep part. Allah says that this person that is saying, Send me back. So that I can do righteous actions. Allah says, You know, this person, don't, don't feel sorry for this person. Why? <laughs> they're just speaking, they're just talking. Allah says, <laughs> Allah says in another place in the Quran that guess what? If we did send this person back, they would do the exact same thing that they were doing before they left. Same thing, they, this, you're just talking right now. And the thing that I think is for, for all of us to reflect on in this moment is the only way that I can protect myself from being this person that says, Ya Allah, send me back, send me back, is to prove right now with every moment that I have, Ya Allah, I want to use this to please you. And behind this person, this person's in the Akhirah now, The dunya is behind them, the world is behind them So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, nope Between them and the dunya, there's a wall, they can't go back It's not happening Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says And then when the trumpet is blown What is this talking about? It's about the moment of resurrection Everyone's dead already, it's over, show's over it's time for judgment. It's time for all of us to now stand before Allah for our judgment. What did you do with your life, Abdullah, Fatima, Maryam? What did you do with your life this time that Allah gave you? It's that moment when the trumpet is blown and everyone is standing before Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, At that moment, there'll be no more relations between one another. What does that mean? What it means is, it's going to be so real. It's going to be so serious that at that moment, the most beloved relationships that we have, my mother, you think about your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, how much love you would give anything. Yeah, you fight with them, but if anybody else says something, we we, go on, we throw on blows, right? That happens, but that's my heart. That's my, you can't, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, it's going to be so real in that moment that all our relations will cease to exist. In one narration, the Prophet said, there are three moments on the Day of Judgment where no one will remember any family relations. Number one is when the deeds are being weighed. The Prophet he said in a very clear hadith, when a person is called to account, Abdullah, step up, it's your turn in front of all of the creation. When that person steps up, that person will be asked, "Is there anyone that owes you anything?" And the Prophet ﷺ said, "At that moment, a person wouldn't even want to know their mother, wouldn't even want to know their father. Why? Because maybe there's some right that I neglected that I'm gonna have to pay for on the day of judgment. So I don't want to know anyone on that day." So the first place where you won't even want to know anyone. The most beloved person. Why does this matter? We sacrifice so much in our life, so many opportunities to please Allah for people that are close to us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding you, brothers, sister, don't sacrifice your relationship with Allah for people. Because there's going to come a moment where you're going to wish you didn't know those people. And that moment is when you're standing before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by yourself. On that moment when the trumpet is blown, there will be no relations between one another. And guess what? They won't even ask about, yo, where's, where, where's mom at, yo? Where's Abdullah at? Uh uh-uh. uh. Why? Because we're so focused on ourselves at that moment. The Prophet ﷺ said, you won't even worry about where other people are. So when the trumpet is blown, and everyone is gathered together, فلا أنساب بينهم, no more relations between us will exist. So what will we be focused on? What will be the most important thing at that moment? فمن whoever's scale is heavy, whoever's scale. What that means is on the Day of Judgment, brothers and sisters, we're there. We're standing before Allah and this scale is put up in front of us. And then your bad deeds are brought, everything that you did. And every time the scale of bad deeds is filled with deeds, your good deeds are brought to balance that out. And after all of your good deeds are on one side of the scale and all of your bad deeds are on another side of the scale, whichever one is is heavier. But here's the thing. And this is what I really want us to focus on in these remaining days of Ramadan. The deeds are not counted, they're weighed. And the Prophet he said, that if my companions, he's talking about the Sahaba, if my companions came with a handful of wheat, it would weigh more than when later people will come with mountains of gold. They were like, why? How are they so special? It's because of the sincerity in their heart it's not about how much you do. It's about that one moment when you feel a connection in this night, in tomorrow night, in the next night. There's one moment where your heart will feel a connection with Allah like you've never felt before. And in that moment, you bow your head and you say, Ya Allah, I love you. Ya Allah, forgive me. Ya Allah, I'm a sinner. Ya Allah, I want jannah. And in that moment, the ikhlas is so heavy. The deeds aren't counted, they're weighed. And all you need, as the hadith says, The fire of hell can be extinguished by one small tear that doesn't even come out of the eye. It will extinguish the fire of hell up for this person because it's beloved by Allah. So, whoever's deeds are heavy, these are the people that will be successful on that day. They'll be happy. I passed, I made it but whoever's good deeds are light on that day. Look what Allah says, these are the people who lose them own, their own selves. They forgot what their life was about. You know, subhanAllah, we focus on gains in the gym, we focus on our form, we want to get in shape, we want to... A lot of us focus on ourselves. But are we truly focused on what makes me me and what, what makes you you our soul? Allah says, the people whose deeds are light on that day, these are the people who forgot their own souls. They lost their own self. You were living in this dunya, and this is what is so beautiful about Ramadan. This moment comes, and all of a sudden, we remember what it's all about. We're here gathered in a, in a masjid, angels surrounding this gathering. We're here, why? Because we just want that one moment of closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's what we're searching for, that's what we want. We remember. What our soul desires It desires to know God Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about these people Whose deeds were light khasiru anfusahum. They lost themselves. Don't lose yourself in this dunya man This dunya is an ocean It's deep If you dive in you could get lost Don't lose yourself That's what the masjid is for That's what your home is for This is your home Fi Khalidun, And then Allah begins to describe what it will be like in hellfire. And it's not to... The point is for us to realize this reality. تلفه وجوههم nar The fire will burn their faces. Our faces are our most prized thing. I mean, any problem comes with... First thing we do is protect our face. Allah wants us to draw a titch and he says the fire, first thing it's hitting is the face. The the word kalihun is when something shrivels up, you know when something burns, like paper burns and it begins to shrivel back. The Prophet ﷺ described this verse, he said, when the fire hits someone's face, may Allah protect us. When the fire hits someone's face that their top lip will begin to shrivel, the Prophet ﷺ said, until it goes back to here to their forehead. May Allah protect us. The reason we read these verses is so that you see this reality that God is reminding us of. And then what do the angels say? This person is in the hellfire. This person has already said, let me go back. And the angels were like, no, you can't go back. That's it. You had your chance. Now the angels say something else. And I want you to listen. ayati tutla alaykum. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, weren't our signs recited to you? Didn't you hear that lecture? Didn't you hear the, those verses being talked about? Why are you asking excuses now? أَلَمْ تَكُنْ ayati tutla alaykum. But you kept pushing it off. You kept ignoring it. Ah, man, all that akhira stuff, man, I gotta live my life, man. Allah says the angels say to this person, weren't the verses recited to you? They will say, yeah. They'll say, yeah, yeah, Allah. But I guess it's our misfortune. And we were lost in this dunya. We were lost. We don't know what it's like to have La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. I'm telling you that it is so beautiful to know your Allah, to know who Allah is, to know how to please Allah. There are people that search forever just to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah, That's not us. We know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We know the Prophet. Rabbana, and now they try again. They try again. Rabbana Minha. They say, Ya Allah, please take us out of this fire. if we do those deeds again, then Then we're really messed up. Please just take us out. And this to me is probably one of the most heartbreaking verses. They say, Ya Allah, take us out. If we mess up again, then we are truly oppressive oppressors to ourselves. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Arhamur mean, the most generous, the most gracious, the most compassionate of all, He says, No, no, no. Get back in there. Wala and don't even speak to me no more. You know, the worst thing you could say to somebody you love is, don't talk to me. You know how bad that hurts for someone that loves you to say, don't talk to me anymore? And for Allah Subhanahu just to fathom that there will be some people, may Allah protect us, there will be some people who Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says to them, I don't want to talk to you. I gave you this life to know me. I gave you these blessings to know me. I gave you a family, I gave you wealth, I gave you health, I gave you everything that people around the world wish they had. And on top of that, you didn't use those blessings to know me. تكلموني, don't speak to me. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, goes even further. What was the mistake they made? What was the primary problem? You know, there were a group of people, a group of my servants. يقولون, they used to say back in the dunya: Rabbana Amanna, O our Lord, we believe in you. Oh Allah, please forgive us and have mercy upon That's us tonight, right? That's what we're doing here All of us are here, why? If there's one thing you want to leave this room with What is it? If you can name one thing If the angel was to whisper in your ear and say Fatima, Abdullah Allah knows you're here He asks, what's the one thing you want? Forgiveness, Forgiveness. Everyone in this room, I just want my friends for- forgives, uh, friends, sins forgiven That's it Allah says there were people in this world they used to say, Oh Allah, we believe in you. Oh Allah, forgive us. Oh Allah, have mercy. You are the best of those who had mercy. But you kept mocking and making fun of those people. You mocked and made fun of them so much. You made fun of them so much that you forgot to remember me, Allah says. This is a problem a lot of us have. We're so focused on the other person. We forget that all of this is about you and your relationship with Allah. All of this that we see, the two angels on your side, the revelation of this book, everything, this whole life is about you and your relationship with God. Why are you letting your focus on other people distract you from your true purpose and why you're here? Stop looking to the side and look inside. Stop looking to the side and look inside. Because it's all about us. kuntum minhum hakun. And you used to laugh at those people that were worshiping Allah. You used to mock them. You want to know where they're at today? <speaking in Hebrew> oh, today I gave them their reward. You know why? <speaking in Hebrew> because they were patient. They were patient. <speaking in Hebrew> and today they will be successful. <speaking in Hebrew> now, this is where this this end of this surah really comes home. Because this room is a young room, mashallah. Yeah, 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 mashallah, whole room is young. And when you're young, you fail to realize like, how quick time passes. But in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us that divine perspective of time. To keep you focused. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that these people will be asked. Yo, how many years did you live on that earth, yo? Many, how many years? They're in the Akhirah now, they're in the hereafter. They're before God. They're there now. How long were you there for? They will say, you know what? That whole life? 50, 60, 70, 40, I don't know how much you get that whole life. It felt like one day. It felt like one day. Yeah, eternity. 50 years over eternity. What is that? It's nothing. This whole life will feel like a dream. Quick or not even a whole day, a part of a day. You know why this is beautiful? Because sometimes when you're going through a difficulty, the only thing you really need to remember is I only got a little bit left to go. I don't have a long way to go. I just have a little bit more left. And a lot of us are like, man, I got to hold on for the next 30, 40 years, 50 years. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, no, when you get to the akhirah, you'll look back at this world and feel like it was a day that passed just like this. قَالَ إِلَّا They will say, Allah will say to them It wasn't even half of a day You stayed very long لَوْ كُنْتُمْ And then the verse, the surah ends on this climatic note Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks a question Now before I read this question I want us to understand something about communication Real communication is transactional It's a give and take It's when someone speaks to you and you respond back, and then you speak and they respond back. The Qur'an is the same way. In many places in the Qur'an, Allah is speaking to us and He asks us a question. But we don't hear the question, or we don't focus on the question, or we don't realize it's a question, so we're not responding. I'm gonna read this question, and your job, when you hear this question, is to answer it. Just the same way when you're talking to a loved one and you ask a question, my wife does this all the time. You hear what I say? I was like, yeah, I heard you. She's like, why you ain't say nothing then? I'm like, I said it in my head. She's like, well, that ain't communication. That's not communication. Communication is when you respond. So I'm going to read a question right now that Allah is asking every single one of us individually. And you have to respond to this question. <laughs> وَأَنَّكُمْ إِلَيْنَا لَا تُرْجَعُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks Look down, look at your heart and answer the question Do you think that we created you for no purpose And that you're not going to come back to us? Did you answer it in your heart? Did you say to Allah, no, 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 there must be a purpose to this There must be a reason I'm here And I know what that reason is. Let me ask the question again. Do you think that I created you for no reason? And that you're never ever going to come back to me? What did you say in your heart? No. No. Respond to Allah. Fata'adullah, so glory be to Allah. Malikul Haq, the true king. La ilaha illahu, there is no God but Allah. Rabbul Arshil الْكَرِيمُ you know when we read La ilaha illahu, a lot of Muslims when they read that, they're like, yeah, Alhamdulillah, I'm not a mushrik. I don't worship nothing else. Yes, you do. The Prophet said, Ta'isa abdul dinar wa abdul dirham. The Prophet in a hadith, he said, Destruction be to abdul dinar. Y'all know what that translates as? The servant of money, Abdul Dinar wa Abdul Dirhan. In Utiya, Radiya. If he gets money, she gets money, mad happy, Yo, Allah is so great. But if they don't get it, they're angry. Dang, Ya Allah, I prayed my Fajr today. What happened? SubhanAllah. So we read these verses and we say, oh, I'm not a mushrik. But my question is, do you put things before God? Because if you put things before God in life, then maybe that's the thing you're worshiping. What do you put before God in life? And question those things. Why is that thing so important to me when it shouldn't be? I guarantee you, whatever you place before God, I promise you, either it will leave you or you will leave it. And God does that as a mercy to show you that He's the only thing that will always be there for you. We're almost done. Whoever calls upon a God other than Allah. For which there is no reason, there is no proof. Why are you making these things your idols, your gods? Indeed, this person is going to stand before their Lord and be questioned. Indeed, those who disbelieve in God and reject God and ignore God, they won't be successful on that day. Remember how I said transaction communication? Remember how I said the Quran is telling us to do stuff and we're supposed to respond? And this verse, God tells us to say something. So when He tells you to say it, what do you do? You say it. And say, Muhammad. Say, Mikael. Say, Abdullah. Say, Rabbilfir. Ya Allah, forgive me. Warham, Have mercy upon me, ya Allah. And you, Allah, are the most generous, the most merciful, the most compassionate. We are in these blessed nights. May Allah allow our hearts to connect to the Quran. I just wanted to share some verses of the Quran so we can realize how serious life is, how real death is, and no moment we should take for granted, inshaAllah ta'ala. Um, My colleagues are going to be coming now to continue to open our hearts. Let me give some final parting advice. Throughout all of these talks, there will be a moment when your heart is touched. When that moment happens, it may be for a millisecond. You just close your eyes and you seize the moment. You know that carpe diem? Seize it, grab it, and turn to Allah. When you turn to Allah in that moment, that's that golden hour right there. You got it. You got everything this month was about. That one moment when your heart was soft and you said, Ya Allah, I love you. Forgive me. And that's what the month was all about. May Allah accept from all of us. I love you all for the sake of Allah. May He accept our Ramadan. And may He allow us to benefit from the rest of the days that remain of it. (laughs) Jazakum Allah khair. Assalamu alaikum. Wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.